Welcome to Basically Tall Tales, the collaborative short story podcast featuring tales you can basically call tall. My name's Adam. I'm Todd. And I'm Jared. Each week, one of our writers will write one-third of a story before handing it off to the next writer to either continue or finish. The first writer will get to choose whatever genre they want to write in, and the other two will just have to deal with it. Today, we have a story by me, Adam, with a final chapter of a story. Make sure to rate, comment, and subscribe for more stories each week because we're always writing more comedy stories and you're social media interaction keeps us going without further ado here we go Boys and girls, we got a story today, and it's called "We Should Start a Cult." <laughs> oh. oh, oh boy! A meaty fist slammed down on the aged wood of the desk of the President of the United States of America, sending dust and stray hair up in its wake. <laughs> Two out of three. You're telling me it's been three weeks, and you lizard brains haven't found the third conspirator? God, it's so accurate that he's an elderly white man. <laughs> Is that a good voice? That's not yeah, annoying. Yeah, no, no, that's that's perfect for a president of the U.S. to just be an elderly, like doddering old man. That's following uh, that's the fitting. pattern. I I do imagine. Yeah, he would be <laughs> presidents in the future. Will fitting be like for the 90. last six years. Or a hundred and six. Ninety. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm looking forward to the first centenarian president, yeah. personally. <laughs> we need presidents who remember the 1950s. And exactly. in the future, <laughs> that's going to be a pretty oh. old person. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> president Gerald Champ screamed at his aides. Sir... The last one is crafty. He has literally no internet presence whatsoever. Jacob and Tim constantly posted and checked in on Instagram and Twitter. Aaron hasn't touched his Facebook page in eight years. Not even to say <laughs> happy birthday to his mother. Hey, that sounds more like me. That, does, that sounds like all three of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The aide went for a placating tone, hoping someone else would soak up the blame. In short, sir, he's a ghost. We've had to track him with dogs. He said... <laughs> A long tongue shot out of his mouth, up and up to wipe his eyes clean before it returned to his mouth with a wet slurp. <laughs> oh. <laughs> President, President Champ grimaced, looking down at the Silurian. At least try to be passively mammalian when you're in your skin suit. Oh, anyway, I don't give a damn if he's a ghost, or a lizard, or a friggin' pot-bellied goblin. There it is. Find him. <laughs> He said, putting things into his briefcase and snapping it closed. If you need me, I'll be in the presidential pool. <laughs> he said, pushing past the line of aides and out the door, dandruff and loose hair scattered behind him. <laughs> what an image. Yeah. What an image, yeah. What a man. Aaron was shook. It had been a while since that guy had crashed his Discord call with Jacob, and he'd been on the run. At the moment... He was hiding out at his grandmother's house. In the back room that smelled like dust and mothballs, he hated being there. He felt like something was always watching him. Boo! God damn it, Meemaw! 
I told you I'm hiding from the feds. Why would you go spooking <laughs> me like that? Oh, I just thought it'd be funny. <laughs> she said, wobbling as she walked into the room. <laughs> you know, my old Francis died right over there on that bed. I know. She laughed. <laughs> You're such a pussy bitch. If only Francis could see you now. Or maybe he still can. The doorbell rang. Who the fuck could that be? She started shuffling out of the room and Aaron got up and rushed past her. Don't worry about it. It's just lunch. Is that Tim bringing you lunch? He is such a sweet boy. <laughs> no, how many times do I have to explain it? It's Uber Eats. I give them money and they give me food. I paid for somewhere else. <laughs> Hopefully with no bites taken out of it. <laughs> Sounds like a waste of money. My time is infinitely more valuable. Big talk from the unemployed. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> he said, pulling, <laughs> pulling open the front door harder than he probably needed to. A small man with bulging eyes and a mouth that was far too big for his head stood there holding a crumpled paper bag. He put Aaron in mind of a frog. The door to Tim's cell opened for a brief moment. The hall beyond was so dark compared to the constant white light of his room that he could only make out a large shape and big red eyes before something was thrust forward and the door was slammed shut. Jacob staggered, exhausted into the room. His bare foot slid on something near the door and he nearly ate shit. Jesus, Tim. Why are you naked? He said, catching his balance. Oh, God. What's that smell? Why is the floor shiny over there? Huh? Jacob? Tim crossed the loom with the alacrity and jiggle that only a naked man has. <laughs> he embraced. They embraced. It was half a hug and half Jacob catching Tim as he slid in his own filth. <laughs> Where did you get your information? The robot voice asked. Tim extricated himself from the hug. If we're going to be roommates, you need to know. I will not put clothes on, and the door gives us food and water and hustler. <laughs> hustler? Jacob asked incredulously. Standing on Aaron's grandmother's doorstep, the small man held out a hand. The fuck do you want? Give me my Taco Bell, Uber servant. <laughs> a nasty grin split his oiled, juicy lips, and the little man grabbed the front of Aaron's shirt and threw him right out of his boat shoes. One-handed, <laughs> like he ain't nothing. Aaron arced through the air and landed in the street on his back with an oomph. He gasped for air and his vision faded at the edges. He heard several footsteps, and he was being lifted yet again. The frogman slung him over, his sh over one shoulder and made a run for the van that was parked down the street. Aaron saw behind them fat, sweaty men with patchy beards that wreathed their necks, all dressed in the same shirt, trying to run after them. They were hopeless. The frogman easily outpaced them. Cameras around their necks swung and slapped against them, slowing their pace even more. Next thing he knew, he was being thrown into the back of the van. The men far off and red-faced stopping. Um, uh, 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 spinless sensei, Heil! One of them screamed. Oh, God. Did I make that? <laughs> <laughs> the doors slammed shut.
deep in the bowels of a place no man should go. Three gathered in darkness and sweated into their Cheeto puffs and Dorito chips. A laptop cast the only light in the room, open to a web page with a black spiral on red, with a line crossed through it. The canned voices of three guys chattering on filled the air, and the men sat in intense silence. It's out there. I'm talking flying saucer, alien technology. Yes, aliens are real. Humans have contacted the Galactic Society of Friends, but the fake president, not my president, administration, (laughs) decided not to make that public knowledge, fearing that the liberals would stop worshipping him as a god, because god is in fact a giant space wizard. One of the men hit the pause button. Right there. That's gotta be it. Black suits, black vans. It's gotta be the fake president, Gimpy Gerald Champ. Colluding with the aliens. (laughs) No, no, that's not it. The other said, starting up the broadcast again. The pro-choice democrazies are out there hunting your dumpster fetuses. Like Superman from South Park. So they can use stem cells to fuel their electric cars and feed their lizard babies. They drink kale, for God's sakes. They stopped the podcast right there, looking around the room at each other in silence. I didn't want to believe it, but when I noticed Tim was my neighbor, after spying him through my window, shouting into a <laughs> mic, and then a big black man stole him away in the dead of the night, I told you guys about this podcast, the Truth Cast. You remember. Why are you telling us shit we already know? Yeah, get to the point. The third scowled at the rest, rewinding the audio and playing it again. Feed their lizard babies. He stopped it again. You saw that guy take Aaron today, as reptilian as they come. They've gone dark on the spinless stormtroop cast reddit for weeks now. (laughs) People are blaming the uncanny in chief. We've gotta let people know. The three were in agreement. As conspiracy nuts always are. How many are there now? But the tiniest little detail was the key to it all. They began flooding the Reddit with pictures of Aaron being abducted. And when they got taken down by the mods, they archived them on a site called the Lizard Watch. The Oval Office was packed to the brim with shouting voices. Ambassador Glepcor, please get a hold of yourself. This lizard watch is outing your government, Mr. Champ. A skinny-looking, pasty alien interjected. Who are you? President Champ said, peering down at him to get a better look. Ambassador to Sperm Mars? He squeaked. Sir, this half-naked madman with a sword has been menacing the disbanded Galactic Society of Friends, saying he cut off space god's Dick, and he'll get ours too if we don't make a public announcement and acknowledge him. He keeps talking about guys falling off the edge of the universe and getting fingered. I don't think I need to say much more. The Ratscallions have been rallying behind this Ezekiel 2023 <laughs> or whatever from your Earth Bibble. <laughs> President Champ began massaging his temples. His head was killing him. He hadn't got a wink of sleep, and all this alien nonsense was the last straw. The lizards were one thing, but these aliens, they weren't even American. (laughs) (laughs) 
He thought of his happy place, <laughs> a babbling brook, and in the first rays of the morning light, the cool mountain air of the Pacific Northwest kissing his face, a man in the river in waist-high waders fly fishing. He thought of hiding in the bushes, picking up rocks and throwing them at the man, <laughs> howling incoherently, and then laughing himself silly as the man tumbled into the river and ran off soaking wet. He longed for the simple things in life, nights out under the stars, not cooped up in here with the nuclear launch codes. <laughs> Running for office was the biggest mistake of his life. He rubbed at the stubble on his chin and cheeks. AIDS! <laughs> Champ shouted, the whole room going quiet. AIDS! Bring me the spinless whatevers! Bring them here now! A bag had been placed over Aaron's head, and he was being lifted. A hand under each armpit, feet dragging. His bare toes talked to him as they drug across different things. They dragged him first over grass, then up some stairs, and then across hardwood flooring. Lots of people were arguing. Wherever he was being taken. He thought it'd be funny if he ended up in the Oval Office. I mean, what are the chances? He'd written a letter to the President Gush when he was a little boy, and he'd come back to him with a response and a signature and a neat little photo of himself. <laughs> Fucking it. And a neat little photo of the man himself. <laughs> His tummy gurgled. <laughs> Sorry, that's my go to. If I want to reference someone in real life, I just put a G. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> His tummy gurgled. The little man in the black suit had done, handcuffed him, and worse yet, actually made him eat that Taco Bell he'd Ubered. That had been about 45 minutes ago, or a full day in Taco Bell time. <laughs> he was being pulled over a threshold onto a carpet. In a noisy room that went silent as he entered. They sat him in a chair and yanked off the mask. An impossibly large man looked down at him. In a navy blue suit with a baby blue tie cinched around his girthy neck. A neck that seemed to have stubble covering it. The man's face put Aaron in mind of a shaved monkey, which was problematic. Aaron, you can't say that. <laughs> but how do you have forehead stubble? So these are the chicken shits, he boomed. Aaron glanced to the side and saw a naked and dazed Tim and a terrified Jacob looking at the ground, both handcuffed like himself. The large man paced in front of them and murmuring could be heard from behind. It sounded like an awful lot of people were there. Here, there, whatever. Aaron looked beyond the man and out the window that overlooked the street side front of the White House. There seemed to be a lot of people dressed in reds and blacks gathered at the fence that ran along the lawn. They were pressing up against it and shouting and brandishing homemade signs. You're President Champ, Tim said dreamily, chuckling to himself. <laughs> Where did you get your information? I don't know, man. We just made it up. I don't know. We just made it up. Jacob said over and over in a quiet voice. His eyes never left the carpet. Agent Thea and Rod came to stand next to the president. They're stonewalling us, sir. These two say they just made a bunch of shit up to get money out of gullible idiots. Don't you boys understand the power of words? Lies or not, 
words can reach out and touch people. Doesn't have to make sense if in here, he put a hand over his heart, they want to believe. He went to the windows and opened them. The shouting of the crowd became more clear and cries of, Lizard babies. Ezekiel 420. Space God. Could be heard. Several people chanted, Uncanny Uncanny in chief. chief. Uncanny Uncanny in chief. Uncanny in chief. And someone among them screamed, Sasquatch. (laughs) That part of the crowd quieted down and did their best to move away from the bigot. Not supposed (laughs) to say the quiet part out loud. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't want this. We just wanted to make a quick buck. You know, selling penis pills or something on the podcast. Aaron said, Nothing good comes from hunting a quick buck, son. Me, like that guy said. I got lots of hair. And I went to the pool today. The kids there, they play with my leg hair. They swipe it up and down. This stands on end, you know. Chlorine. Chap said, stalking around the table. He squatted in front of Aaron and, even squatting, his face was level with Aaron's. The man's face was covered in one day's stubble, with prodigious body hair peeking out from under his collar and cuffs. He had a long head of hair swept back into a glorious wave. A human is one of the most crafty creatures in the universe, boys. But humans... Uh, humans are dumb... Get them together in a group, and their IQ seems to average out. What would you call that group of humans out there? Conspiracy theorists? Dingbats? Crazies? Yeah, maybe before your podcast, but now? Well, CNN is running a story about how the truth had been hiding in plain sight all along. (laughs) MSNBC is trotting out old VHS videos. (laughs) Showing examples of when the Silurian president's past had minor glitches in their cloaking gear. (laughs) Fox News? Well, Tucker Carlson is doing that confused thing he does. You know how those Republicans eat that shit up. Everyone says they're speaking truth to power. Humans first, and now that. The president grabbed Aaron's chair and spun him around to face the crowd in the room. Aaron nearly shit himself in surprise. Which, honestly... It's going to happen eventually when you eat Taco Bell. I mean, come on. Adults shit themselves sometimes. Every so often. I mean, I'm not the weird one. You are. (laughs) Anyway. Aaron literally kept his shit together. Before him was arrayed what could only be described as the guests of the Moss Eisley Cantina. The president quickly (laughs) spun him back again. This problem is bigger than any one person. Bigger than the three of you. Bigger, in fact, than all humans put together. And you're going to tell them. You're going to go out there and tell those people you made this all up. And then we're going to give you to them. It only seems fair. He turned to Thea and Rod. Get your damn masks on. Someone get that asshole some clothes. It's showtime. The fence around the White House lawn strained under the press of bodies as President Champ descended the porch. In the drive were news anchors. 
and cameramen waiting for a comment, explanation, or, as in the case of the Inquirer, a shit show. <laughs> Behind him walked Aaron, Jacob, and Tim. Maybe not the podcasters we needed, but definitely the ones we deserve. Humanity <laughs> likes in, to punish itself, after all. They lined up before the cameras and stood in silence as the president worked the anchors in the crowd, weaving the story of how these hucksters planned to guile their audience into giving them, giving them money, and how that went against the American spirit. <laughs> they had been overtaken by remorse, he went on, and had requested to make a public statement. Aaron was thrust forward towards the cameras, a forest of mics with fuzzy socks on, arrayed to catch his words. The reporters shouted questions at him, things like, Is this true? Were all of those things you said lies? How can you live with yourself? But one <laughs> comment stood out. What do you have to say to your 100 million subscribers? The number washed over him. 100 million. If every one of them gave him just one penny, he'd have a million dollars. Aaron saw dollar signs. He leaned forward into the mics. And the president put up a hand to quiet down the crowd. A self-satisfied look on his face. Aaron cleared his throat. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, we have, uh, we have to apologize to you. We haven't been thorough enough in our research and have made some inaccurate claims. We didn't even scratch the surface, people. That building, that building is full of lizards, aliens, frogmen, and weirdos. I've seen them with my own two eyes just now. And if you want to see them too, turn down that fence out of the ground. Come on, people. They've got literal pop belly goblins in there, for Christ's sake. <laughs> he was cut off. What with Secret Services and the President himself dogpiling him. <laughs> From under the press, he could see the people riot, push, and pull the fence back and forth until it just fell over. The wave wildly surged forward, and he was free. The President and his goons were swept aside. Aaron and Tim and Jacob were lifted up above the crowd and carried on sweaty, clammy hands back into the White House. The staffers and aides couldn't resist the crowd, and they were crushed underfoot as people clamored to see the aliens and lizard people. Somewhere along the way, Tim grabbed a banister, and Jacob and Aaron grabbed his feet. Tim pulled them to safety, descending <laughs> a flight of stairs to hide on a lower level. Tim started taking his shirt off. It just felt like the right thing to do. In one hand, he felt him. He in one hand he held a microphone. He must have grabbed it from the press area when the president jumped Aaron. Jacob put Tim's shirt over his head and held on tight to the laptop he'd lifted from the Oval Office and jammed it down the front of his pants. The building made awful noises, straining under the weight of the crowd, and Aaron knew the only thing to do was to go down even further. The group descended flight after flight until they came down to an elevator on the B-5 level of the White House. <laughs> they took it. They rode it for what felt like ages. Not saying a thing. What could you say after all of that? Jacob coughed. We always used to talk in the elevator. What happened to that? What are you talking about? Aaron said. He's right. Tim said. And more than that, we used to hang out, like every week. I haven't seen you guys face to face for a year. Yeah, sorry, I, I've just been so busy. Yeah, I got you. Me too. 
At least we got Discord. And the podcast. The elevator dinged. The readout saying 1,000. Aaron wondered if that was 1,000 floors or 1,000 feet. Or 1,000 miles. <laughs> Tim was out first, plugging his mic into the laptop Jacob held, and the pair walked along together with Aaron close behind, down what seemed to be a natural cave formation. It was dark, but the light of the laptop screen kept them from falling over any bullshit on the ground. You know, rocks and that shit. At the end of the tunnel was a light, seen as the end they came from had only maniacs and presidents, neither of which were mutually exclusive. They pressed on to find that light. Thirty minutes of walking got them to the source, a hole in the ground from which they could see a tunnel going straight down and a bright light at the end. Tim put the mic down the front of his pants, and grabbed his friend's hands. He jumped in, which was something that neither of them expected, were ready for, or happy with. They fell as a group, tumbling into each other and bumping off of walls. Light coming ever closer. Breaking through the light, Aaron had the odd sensation of gravity reversing. He was falling one second, and then going up the next. Then falling back down. He landed in lush green grass, his friends landing nearby. Tim shot to his feet. Turn the webcam on, he shouted, pulling Aaron over into frame. The two barreled into the camera. Aaron saw on the screen that a large pyramid-like structure... Hmm? <laughs> the two barreled into the camera. Aaron saw that a large pyramid-like structure rose up behind him with water from an unseen overhead waterfall <laughs> falling down to sprinkle it. Welcome to our new show, Spinless Stormtroopers. Thanks for tuning in to our debut of our new show. Look up there at that ceiling of rock. That, right there, people. There's a hole, and we just fell from it. <laughs> Welcome from our secret hole. Jacob yelled from behind the laptop. The end. Oh, Jesus. What the fuck did we just read? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Did that make any sense? No, no, yeah. It makes it, sense. That's good. I, that sense. was awesome. That was a great, great conclusion to that story. It just got more and more off the rails every episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so do you know where they ended up? Yeah, in the center of the earth. <laughs> yeah, baby, Agartha. Let me tell you what. Basically, every conspiracy theory always leads yeah, back to Agartha. They're, they're so. all true, and they're all set in Todd's basically sci-fi universe. And <laughs> <laughs> here we are. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that, was, that was not... Yeah, yeah. Is that what you, is that what you expected? No, no. What? Did it, how did it hold up to your expectations? I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't that, and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All along, I was expecting one of the conspiracies to be correct and like a really more grounded <laughs> yeah. you know secret service secret police type situation yep. taking them in and no i was not <laughs> expecting it all to be real and for and for them to topple the united states government With and a bunch of start a, fucking <laughs> start a show. 
Neo-Nazis. <laughs> oh, God. Look, look, it's that's unclear. They're enthusiasts. They're occult enthusiasts. It, yeah. Okay, yeah. so... All right, now here's a conspiracy theory for you. <laughs> yeah? Now, you so know, I love Tim. Him. Tim Tim was Tim was losing his mind when they were when they were held captive and captured. Uh and then and then this this whole like thing happened where you know, they rallied the crowd and tore down the fence and I don't know, killed the president or whatever and when he gets to the elevator Tim and everyone else are talking like, you know, normal human yeah, beings. Yeah, yeah, they, and, they uh, still think that they're doing nothing wrong, just bilking people for money. <laughs> well, see, this is my conspiracy, though. I, I'm i thinking, is this similar to the end of Joker, where you're like, did they all, did someone just fantasize, like, the best possible outcome as the ending? And, like, I don't know. I haven't seen they that all movie. Actually get up. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's not. It's not worth. No. It. Hot. Hot take here. Not a good movie. Not yeah. even fun. I refuse anyway. to answer that question. <laughs> I refuse to answer your question because I know. I know. Okay. What I wrote. <laughs> okay. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, just like, just like the Joker movie, I have a feeling that no, it's not a hallucination in the end. Yeah. I. I think. I think they really did end up in the center of the earth and just fucking, you know, decide the to run with their conspiracies were all real. Podcast. It's all true. Yep. And our podcast is going to be changing to that now because I believe it. <laughs> we are now the spinless whatever's neo-Nazi <laughs> Alex. You need to remember that shit from when we were on Fox, Fox and Friends, my man. <laughs> When when uh, President uh, Champ said that, I, I was wondering if he was supposed to be like, uh, I don't know, if he was supposed to be more right wing. But I, I mean, you know me, I think our president is too far right. Yeah. So maybe I agree with you. I have questions. Who? What? Who? Who? Or and or what? Yeah. Is President Champ to you? I mean, I was well, expecting yeah. the entire time for there to be a President Chimp joke coming, but then he turned out to be a Sasquatch, <laughs> I guess. And yeah. I guess he still could be President Chimp because, you know, chimps have hairy faces too, but... <laughs> Adam has merged his universe and my universe <laughs> together. Well, I mean, you started the story, so it's your universe. <laughs> Yes, yes. I I know, but it's got the, You did this. The you brought us here. Galactic Society of It's got the, <laughs> This is your fault. It's got the Galactic Society of Friends and Sperm Mars and stuff, but it's also got humans who are hairy. So that that was that was from Adam's sci-fi universe. Gerald Champ is is a conflicted figure. He's he's a Sasquatch from the Pacific North, North, Northwest who yeah. grew up his whole life <laughs> Right, in a uh-huh. rural situation. He's also and then, Joe and then, Biden. And then he decided, after some kids played with his leg hair, he decided that he wanted to run for run for office, and but but humans wouldn't accept him, so he shaved his face and hands only. Without you explaining all that, I got that. Yeah, yeah. I tried I to put in that. things of like like 
why does he have stubble on his forehead? Mm-hmm. Why are his hands so yeah. yeah. Like, I tried yeah. to put in shit like that, and the one guy shouted Sasquatch, and they're like... And then they all recoiled, like, so like most whoa, whoa, too far, bro. <laughs> most, most of the crowd yeah. is like, yeah, he looked like Sasquatch, but they were thinking something a little bit more along the usual lines, and then that one guy's like, Sasquatch, and they're like, they're like, yo, that's... You can't say that. In order for them to acknowledge, or in order for them to acknowledge that calling him a Sasquatch is racist, that means they have to acknowledge that Sasquatches are, are real, real and <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, so again, yeah. story building. So that's why story. I was thinking it was your universe, or like a combination of your Earth, because um, in in my story, uh, we never see the original Earth. The original Earth was uh, exploded a long time ago. But then you had, in your universe, you had humans and, like, original humans. And I forget which one of them were hairy like Sasquatches. So that's where I thought the the crossover was, was happening. And I <laughs> forgot that you blew up your original Earth, so I just wrote it as it was there the whole time. Oh, the naked man with the sword was airy. Well, yeah, I got yeah. that too. I got, yeah, okay. Well, it's not it's not my universe. It's a di- or it's not the basically yeah, sci-fi universe. No. It is a new universe yeah. which has some similar elements. Yes, yeah. and also yes. Sasquatches. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes, we'll call it Universe uh, Four Twenty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Sure. No, it was a it was a fun conclusion to a weird story arc. You know. A lot of characters all butting heads and trying the best to fit in, which kind of, you know, makes sense given the circumstances. <laughs> here's here's the thing that I'm going to say that I liked and something that I think doesn't get used often enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I think it's partially because the three of us each wrote different parts. Mm-hmm. Um, for example... Uh, Jared, you introduced, you were mentioning all these different characters, yeah. right? And Jared, you introduced the two, uh, lizard people, like, mm-hmm. you know, secret service yeah. or whatever they are, yeah. uh, Rod and Thea and, um, and Adam, you were, you were willing to, um, have them appear, but they were not like central to no. this part of the story. Yeah. They were, they were there, they were acknowledged, mm-hmm. but they weren't central to it if i had taken over and written part three then i would have been like oh shit i've got more characters i need to write i need to make rod and thea like major characters in this part two but you just you kind of you let them go yeah it was nice because they weren't important they were just yeah they were just lackeys and yeah they were also more central to jacob's story and this was more Aaron's story, so they didn't exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, the way the way that this was written, Todd, you wrote Tim's story, and Jared yeah. wrote Jacob's story. So then I was like, well, then I've got to write Aaron's story. <laughs> so that's why a lot of, a lot of the like physical cues and like information about the the situation or like where mm. they are keeps coming back from Aaron. And a lot of it, the the third person limited narrative keeps sticking to Aaron, right? Like he he's yeah, bagged yeah. and bound and dragged over grass yeah. and hardwood floor and like he doesn't know where he is and so that that whole part of the narrative like stops and takes a second mm-hmm. while like 
he tries to figure out where the fuck he is. Yeah. Right? And the only thing he has to work on is, like, what his feet can feel. You know, I wanted to stick with Aaron on this one. And there were moments where I didn't flip between the characters, but I really did Mm -hmm. try to keep the sense of, like, this is Aaron's story, but, like, there's a timeline. So, like, things are happening to Aaron and Jacob simultaneously, Mm -hmm. but it is also an Aaron story. And I think that's that's kind of what we all did with this, like... Of course. And so, in the end, the person to... To decide that they were gonna go for it, get that money, make that podcast, <laughs> you know, that was that was Aaron. So, so yeah, this Start was definitely his story, yeah. right? I think that was the like that's the climax of this story, mm-hmm. and so it's you know, you're right. Aaron was the main character of this one, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I do like how both of you just. <laughs> I mean, you know, we've said this before. <laughs> I can't help but feel. Attached to the character of Tim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Tim. Tim is so good. <laughs> you both. Sorry also that I made like, him oh. so fucking weird last time. <laughs> I'm sorry I ran with it. No, but he, but he the went, way the way this Jared made yeah. Him, yeah. No, he got he was, captured first. Yeah. He went crazy. He did not handle it well up. at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it, it affected your president, champ. So, so no, I I love that. Um, <laughs> it's it's very clear character development. When you had Jacob grab the laptop, like my head immediately went to my like kind of one line joke about the president's son's laptop in my episode, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a a different thing. And then it was just to re- re- start recording the podcast again when they got to the center of the earth. <laughs> like, Jesus. Yeah. I was kind of expecting uh, them throwing the one ring into Mount Doom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of that laptop. Yeah. Got all the evidence on it. No. I mean, why, why would you? Think about it from their perspective. Uh, they made up some shit. It turned out to be real. They were like, and they had the chance to make money off of it. Why would you throw it away? What are you doing? <laughs> because they also had a chance to make things normal again. We used to talk. We used to hang out. Now we just hang out on Discord and talk about conspiracy theories. So that and, part was yeah, real. That part was like, like that little part right there. I was like sitting there thinking of the fucking. Um, so you remember the original Mass Effect? elevator mm-hmm. conversations yeah and yeah. then in mass effect 3 uh garris yeah. and the Krogan. Okay, oh yeah rex. Uh, w- uh, rex yeah yeah they have a little thing where they're mm-hmm. like remember the, the things we used to talk about in the in, in the in the elevators i i missed yeah. that and they have that little conversation and so i wanted to put that kind of in here because we've all played mass effect we've all kind of like <laughs> We all kind of get that. And also, we're all kind of, you know, spread out. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it yeah. does It does also kind of, you know. Yeah, Adam, remember the times we used to hang out in person? <laughs> that was... <laughs> I mean, you and me, Jared, not so much, but definitely you and Todd. And then yeah, me and Todd. Yeah. So, like, yeah. when I wrote this, I was sitting there, I was sitting there definitely writing this feeling a certain way. I was like... Like yeah, I I do remember hanging out in yeah. person. You know, at least we do got Discord in the podcast. Yeah, and it did hit a bit hard. So when I said at the beginning of this podcast, it gets a bit sad 
it got a bit sad for me there when I wrote that. I don't know how it was for you. Well, I was pretty happy to start making millions of dollars. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> Who needs friends when you got money? <laughs> money. Anyway. I'm not sure what the acoustics are like in the center of the earth. <laughs> if recording there is such a good idea. Oh, we'll see. Anyway, yeah. all y'all tuning in to listen to us bullshit and make stories. <laughs> yeah. I really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and do the thing on rate, the rate iTunes. And rate and review. Thank you so much, everybody. And uh, this is goodbye from my secret hole. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.